Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Crowley. Today is Friday, May 22nd, 2021. This is episode 11 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on all things Syngap 1 related. It's not noon, which is when I normally do this. It's like late. It's almost 11 because it's just been one of those crazy days. I spent a couple hours today on the phone with families, which is the best part of my job. But it's just the day has gotten a little crazy. Um, so, But here we are, and I'm just going to give you the update. Because that's, that's why we're here, right? To keep everybody up to date, get us on the same page, keep us moving in the same direction. Where are we going? We're going to a better place for our kids. That's where we're going. We are going to make the future of our kids better. Because right now, frankly, it's not great. They've got a disease. The gap between them and neurotypical kids is going to grow bigger and bigger. They have epilepsy. They have behaviors. They have sleep issues. They have hypotonia. They have behaviors. I mentioned that, but it's worth repeating. And they have intellectual disability. It's rough. And if it can be better, it should be. And step one is you've got to believe it's going to be better, right? I've realized, speaking to some families, that they don't fully buy it. One dad today was like that magic pill thing. Like, it just sounds like magic to him. Totally fair. But let's, let's get our head wrapped around two ideas that might get you from believing in magic to being hopeful. And it's important to be hopeful because the alternatives suck, right? Point one. When our parents met somebody with epilepsy, they had epilepsy, end of thought. Your kid and my kid, they don't have epilepsy. They have Syngap-1 epilepsy. They have a monogenic epilepsy. They have an epilepsy that is caused by a typo in a specific gene. That is a recent phenomenon. Like I'm talking past 10 to 20 years. We have figured out typo in this gene, Syngap-1, CDKL5, SCM1A, SCN2A, SCN8A, USP7. I can go all day, right? All these different genes. You type on one of those genes and you get a certain kind of epilepsy. Everybody who's listening to this podcast is connected to someone with Syngap-1. We all have Syngap-1 epilepsy. That's a recent phenomenon. That's idea number one. Idea number two, science is moving crazy fast right now. Crazy fast right now. And it's actually possible. It's not Looney Tunes. It's not sci-fi and it's not magic to think that we can go after a typo in a specific gene to improve the life of a kid with a disease due to typos in that gene. When you take those two ideas at face value and you look at them, you realize that there's every reason to be hopeful. There's every reason to be hopeful that our children's future can be better. And I want to recommend a podcast to you. I, was, I, I do my best to stay current. And, and we are always talking to scientists trying to figure out what's going on. We spoke to a brilliant scientist a few months ago, a guy named Eric Sotomayor at UMass. And so I saw his name on a podcast by Rarecast. Rarecast is a, is a podcast by Global Genes, which is the best in the business of rare disease. And uh, I said, oh, it's Eric. I got to listen to this one. And it was brilliant. Apparently, he's in charge of something through the FDA where they're giving a lot of money to a lot of scientists to find different ways to do gene therapy. And it's worth listening to because he makes it pretty accessible. And... When you, when you hear the scope of what he describes, and he does a brilliant job, you know, if people are really smart, they can make it accessible to those of us who aren't scientists. It, when the scientists who are like, oh, this is too complicated for you, say that, just stop talking to them. They, they're not worth your time. But when someone is as good as Eric, they can make it accessible. And, and what he does so well in this podcast is he explains all the different types of gene therapy that are possible. And you can't listen to that and not absorb, oh my, holy smokes. This is legit. This is real. So monogenic epilepsies are a thing that are pretty recent. We have the ability to target different genes. And therefore, we have every reason to be hopeful. 
That makes sense. And that brings me to the next thing I want to talk about, which is um, Kyle Bryant, who's a, an incredible rare disease advocate in the ataxia community, put out this tweet and it stopped me cold. He's like, you know, fundraising doesn't raise, I mean, pardon me, awareness raising doesn't raise funds. Fundraising raises awareness. And I was like, God, he's so on. What that means is you should, you should buy t-shirts that say SYNGAP1 because they're a great conversation starter. But that's not sufficient. Right? Raising awareness for Syngap 1 is helpful. But people don't see a t-shirt with a word they don't understand, Google it, and be like, oh my God, I got to help that family and make a donation to SRF. No, that's not how it works. But when you go to your friends, your family, your church, your teachers, everything, and you say, we need to do a fundraiser for SRF because my kid is sick and we need to make sure that their future is as bright as possible. We need to raise funds for Syngap. That's when people say, wait, what is Syngap? Because you just ask them for money. Money focuses the mind, right? So when you go fundraising, people stop and say, okay, tell me what's going on with your kiddo. And they're like, oh my goodness. De novo, so it's not inherited. Oh, I thought genetic meant inherited. No, no, genetic just means it's in the genes. Oh, every cell in there, but yeah. Sleep, sleep, epilepsy, intellectual disability, hypotonia. Oh my, God. they're still in diapers? Whoa, we could make this better, really? Yeah, oh my goodness. But we got to fund science. We got to invest in registries. We've got to work on validated scale. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. Where do I, how much, how much money can I give you? Where do I, Syngap Research Fund? No overheads? Well, that's amazing. Take my money. When you raise money, you raise awareness. So number one, get hopeful. Number two, get busy. Raise some money, people. Our kids need it. There is so much work to do. I'm literally, literally, we, as SRF, as soon as we raise the money, we spend it. Um, next week, I'll, I'll announce two grants to incredible institutions on the East Coast to continue to improve the future for Syngapians, to make sure we're ready for clinical trials. But this stuff takes money. And if you haven't raised money, it might be because you're uncomfortable raising money. Get over it. Your kid is sick. Or it might be because you really don't believe that the future can be better. Start watching webinars. The future can be better. We have every reason to be hopeful every reason so these are some of the points i wanted to make today I, I want to talk about just a couple more things there's another podcast i heard so every reason to be hopeful we should raise money and we should work together yes and in the meantime life's rough our kids are on powerful drugs we're constantly educating doctors about the drugs we're constantly trying to figure out which side effects are worth it which drugs are the right combinations we think we get it right. We're good for six weeks to six months, and then it all comes back. The seizures change. The behaviors change. And there's this incredible rare disease mom named Effie Parks. And Effie does a podcast called Once Upon a Gene. It's exceptional. Effie's exceptional. Her kid has CTNBB1. or I, I, I get all these genes wrong. But her kid, his name is Ford. He's adorable. And he has another monogenic disease. And Effie has a podcast called Once Upon a Gene. And she did this episode with Meg Levine, who is a therapist that wrote this book called It's Okay That You're Not Okay. And it's all about grief. It's all about how in our society, we do, we do a terrible job with grief. We don't acknowledge grief. We don't, we don't have enough types of grief. Just because your kid isn't dead doesn't mean you can't grieve the life they're not having. Every day they're sick. Every day you're changing a diaper on a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old. Every day you're seeing them on a playground with kids their age who are running laps around them. You, grief is a natural human response to that. And it's okay that you're not okay. It's, a, it's an incredible podcast. I can't do it justice. I'm not going to try. 
But I will encourage you strongly, please wa- listen to this podcast. It'll be in the show notes. Effie Parks, Once Upon a Gene. It's okay that you're not okay with Meg Levine. And I just think that's an important reminder for rare disease parents. But this podcast is more than a reminder. It's a really useful discussion of this issue of grief and that we're living in a society with a very challenging and hard life and hard thing with our kids who are sick. And we're grieving, but we're living in a society where nobody knows how to deal with grief. Kind of an interesting thought if you stop and think about it. Um, Two more thoughts. Thought number one, speaking of raising funds, it's my birthday soon. And I'm doing a Facebook fundraiser because that's what you do on your birthday. You do a Facebook fundraiser for SRF. Hint, hint, hint. And I'm actually matching every single dollar that goes into this fundraiser for SRF. As you know, I work for SRF for free. I'm a volunteer. And every penny that you donate to SRF goes directly to a lab. Every penny you donate to SRF for my birthday fundraiser, two pennies will go to a lab because I'm going to match every single one of them. So please go to my birthday fundraiser on Facebook and, and donate to the Syncap Research Fund to help us accelerate science. Syncap Research Fund is a great deal. 100% of funds go to research because we have no overheads because our founders cover all of them. So see how I did that? A little fundraising on your birthday. Raise funds for Syngap Research Fund. Um, last point, syngap.fund slash clicks. Syngap.fund slash clicks. It's your way to check in on have I done everything I can to support the Syngap Research Fund today? And that's just a list of 12 little things you can do online for free. Support us here, vote for us here, follow us there, endorse us there, whatever. And, and that will help us do our job of, of making the future better for Syngapians. And one of the things you will find on their families is syngap.fund slash docs. And that's where you got to go to tell us all the doctors you've seen. There's going to be another 100 people diagnosed this year. Who are they going to go see? How many times do we have to explain what Syngap is to a doctor? we got to start sending patients to the doctors who already know what's going on. So syngap.fund slash docs is on syngap.fund slash clicks. And that's where you go to tell us about your doctors. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to talking to you more next week. If you have any questions or comments, please please hit me up on email or mike at syncapresearchfund.org. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.